0: Kids Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our inspiring educators. Inspiring educators, introduce yourselves.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Lila, the educator motivator coming to you from Los Angeles. You can find me on Twitter at at MsLilaNoor at M-S-L-A-I-L-A-N-U-R. And this week, I am grateful for rejuvenation. I've been out of the exercise loop for probably pulling up on a year. It started taking a toll on my body, my energy, my everything. And um, I'm back in action. So I've ran for like four or five days straight. I'm feeling better. I'm just happy that I kind of, one day is all it took for me to say, you know what, go out there and run. My knees was popping, they hurt, but I made it happen and I've been rejuvenated. So I'm happy
2: about that. Good day, great people. Coach Jay here, Jadrian Grimes. Follow me on Twitter at Jadrian Grimes, J-A-D-R-I-E-N-G-R-I-M-E-S. I I am grateful for this podcast. We're inspiring educators all over the world. I am thankful and grateful for that. You guys keep listening. Um, You inspire us with your comments, and we're just thankful for you all. And just keep blazing the trail and continue to do what you do.
0: This is Dr. Christopher Childs, the academic rock star. I'm a mathematics specialist. My social media handle is at DRK Childs. This week, I am grateful for family. As we wind down the year, it's just happy for me to be around family, a time I can relax, recuperate, and rejuvenate. This week's hot topic. Happy hour for teachers, fun outside of work. We know teachers live a stressful life, a hectic life. A lot of things go on during the school day. But we just want to have a fun episode where we talk about different ways teachers can unwind, relax, and rejoice and have fun. Gonna shoot it to my co-host and see what their thoughts are.
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like it's absolutely necessary. It's difficult to find the time and the space to actually have fun and do stuff for yourself, but at the same time, it's absolutely necessary. Anything that involves a couple of drinks um, that's that's the wave I'm on to keep me going, to keep me feeling just good like I'm a real person, like I'm a human being and to kind of tap back into that every time.
2: I, I definitely agree. Um, it seems though that you know the majority of other other industries, Outside of education, you know, they're always getting together for you know happy hours midweek um, that are pre-planned, and I don't think that goes on enough um, in the education sector. Even if you don't drink, um, I think attending that happy hour—I mean, they have water and juice, you know—if if, if you don't drink—but I think it's a phenomenal opportunity for you to you know network with your peers, um, kind of share ideas. Um, so that you all can just you know iron sharp as iron, you can help each other get better even if you don't drink um, and as Lila mentioned, I mean there's you know nothing wrong with having a tasty um, and kind of just kicking back. I mean it, you grind all day long, all week long, all month long. I mean, yeah, you get the holiday breaks, but I think being able to unwind sometimes in the middle of the week or at the end of the week is is a good thing.
0: I think that's the thing we associate. We have to have alcoholic beverages to unwind at a happy hour to have fun. But as Jadron pointed out, sometimes you just need to network with others, collaborate, just have conversations, just talk about life in itself outside of the realm of school. What do you do for fun? What do you do on the weekends? What do you do when you're not grading papers? It'll change your mindset and your lens. And as Jadron pointed out, I think a lot of other fields, they automatically do it. And typically occurs through a happy hour, but educators need to find that time and that space to really just chill.
1: But you know, it's difficult. Because, like, I'm on the social committee for my school, and we said that we're going to plan first Friday fun day where, you know, we actually go out and do something, whether it be a paint night, which I love, um, you know, or bowling or whatever it is, and it's so difficult to get everybody together because everybody has so many other things going on. I feel like this is one of those fields where we're never just teachers, like we're always doing so many other things and it takes up all of our time. We stay at school until five o'clock and by that time that's over, either people have to go pick up their kids or they have to go home and grade papers or they have to go home and lesson. like there's just so many other things. And so it's been, it's been like pulling teeth just to try and get people to come together for our Friday fun days because everybody always ends up caught up in their own stuff. You
2: you just have to plan it and do it. Like that you have to do it. Like whoever's going to show up on the first one, plan it, do it, take pictures, post about it, talk about it. I mean, it's 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 a great thing, right? And just kind of build off of that first thing. It's just something that someone has to take the initiative and lead the charge and say, this is what we're going to do. Here's when we're going to do it. This is how we're going to do it. And we just need people to come.
0: I think that's the key just doing it. And and when people show, they show up. If they don't show up, they don't show up. I think a lot of times we want that hundred percent participation or when can everybody meet? Look on Fridays, five o'clock, we're meeting that dot, dot, dot. If you can come great. If you can't make time for it, you make time for what you want to do. So Lila what are some of the things you all are planned for these Friday fun days to give our audience some different ideas to help them, help them out?
1: I think they've done a paint night. Um, the, the company paint night itself, they have different events that they already have pre-planned that you can go to, but then they also can come to you. So they, I don't know if they actually went through with it, but they plan to have, you know, paint night folks come out to the school, which is pretty dope um, and just choose any image to that we want to create or we want to draw which you know i, I think is really great because you could tailor it for your school they went out and just ate there's a great mexican spot after the street from our school that i know we still don't need to have alcohol but they have five dollar margaritas and they real big and delicious <laughs> um so <laughs> so that's one thing that's definitely um been a hook bowling um music like live music shows, um there's quite a few things. I mean, especially being in a popular city, like I'm in LA. I know the other people who are listening are in really um really popular cities that have a lot going on. So you can only imagine if you literally type on Google things to do in blank, you'll find a number of things that you could do. Um even if you go on Groupon, Groupon is my move. So search all those different types of things, go to museums, you know, go to the park. I don't know, go to the park and be kids for a day.
0: So one of my things I do it with my kids, I just type in free things to do in this city. So I pointed out a lot of people are thinking of things, Oh, these things cost money. Type in free things to do and insert blank for your city. And I guarantee you it's a lot of different free activities Whether it's Sometimes, you know, they have the I call it downtown get down where they're out in the city streets just playing live music and just having like a festival arts fair. So they're free events. So don't think you have to limit yourself to things you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. And it's always a free museum going on somewhere.
2: You you totally hit on something uh, good, Chris. Here in Atlanta, I've been a part of a, a couple of groups um, that are based in education where they simply went to they plan an event. And they went to a restaurant or a lounge or even uh, to the Hawks. And I think the Falcons have done it, too, and just gave a simple ask. Hey, we have a group of teachers. We want to get together. It's about 50 of them. Can y'all sponsor us to come to a game? Or if we bring 40 to 50 teachers, can we get free appetizers or a free round of drinks or whatever? And every time they went to them, like it was, they were like, absolutely you all can come in and do it. I think it's just a matter of, a lot of time, a lot of these business owners, especially in the small business sector, they want to be involved in stuff like that. But nobody ever really comes and asks them to say, hey, are you willing to do this for us? You know what I mean? As as teachers and educators, like you get a lot, a lot more perks than you would think. Uh, a lot of times we just have to ask, you know, and that's fun stuff. I mean, who's gonna turn down free stuff, a free drink or a free advertiser or a free ticket to the Hawks game or the Lakers game or whatever, even if it's in the nosebleeds, I mean, it's free. I mean, so that's a good opportunity for you all to get together and, you know, have a good time.
1: It's scary to ask sometimes, though. I feel like as a teacher, I'm always asking for stuff. (laughs) Like, I'm always asking for something. And then to, like, go out to people's businesses and be like, hey, you know, I know you're a little small mom and pop shop, but uh, you want to give us something free?" And I get it. You know, they want that because they get the business in return. I don't know, something, I don't know. I'm weird like that. I
0: What's the worst they can tell you? No, No. of course. (laughs) And and you move on, but then also think about, think about your parents. You have a lot of parents at schools that have different businesses or connected to different organizations, getting them involved, like, hey, we want to do something fun. Let's do it. And just thinking outside the box and not making it only teachers only event, what if you collaborate with other professions and had like a, just a professional networking event night. So you may collaborate with your local fill in the blank and with teachers and just have a night fun night out. So some of the things that you could do to have fun as Lila's point out, just to recap, go bowling, play putt, putt golf, comedy show, movies, foods, sporting events. You may want to go for an exercise, start a walking club, like the possibilities are endless. It's kinda of like dating in the sense. Think about the things you would do on a date minus the end of the night. Nightcap. Ooh. It's the same thing when you have a fun event with a group night
2: of teachers in Network.
1: <laughs> Look, you didn't take us on a whole another tangent. <laughs> oh.
2: Next episode. <laughs> nightcaps. Oh. If
0: you think about nightcaps, that's a good way to segue back to our prior episodes. Check out Dating and Educator. Yep. If you're looking for a way to hook up, link up, meet an educator, date an educator, search for our Dating and Educator episode. It'll give you a lot of good tips on meeting an educator or meeting the love of your life. Aww. As we recap this happy hour for teachers having fun outside of work, we've given you all several different ideas to think about. To collaborate, to have fun, to de stress. On this podcast, we wanna go different routes. We don't want to always be business, business, or serious topics, but fun topics, something to relax, let your head out, and really just getting getting you all to think about different things you can do. So, final thoughts from my inspiring educators in regards to happy hour for teachers having fun. What are some thoughts, your final recommendations for our listening audience?
2: Have someone head a social committee someone to be a social chair at your school and start putting stuff together out, outside of the work uh, for networking purposes, just to relax and just kick back and enjoy. Um, have someone head that up. It might be you. It might be your best friend at work or whoever it may be, but put that together. And I promise you, um, the year will go by much smoother with events outside of work. And when you're able to, to unwind, the year just goes by better.
1: Absolutely. Even if it's it's the free stuff, like Chris said, and even if only two people show up, that's perfectly fine. You know, I I just thought about, you know, even if you're, you know, I'm a homebody. I don't like to go nowhere. So if I'm saying, you know, I'm gonna stay in on Saturday and do nothing but watch movies and eat takeout, I'm in why not invite some people that you know, maybe stay in your area, or even if they don't, they might still be willing to travel to you. Um, and you all do a movie night at your house and just have fun and relax and talk um, about, I know we say we won't talk about school, but the unfortunate thing is that we will talk about school at some point, but just you know, say that we're all together building this community outside of our community and having fun.
0: And I want to end it with enjoy the profession, but enjoy the outside life of the profession. You will get burned out and real quick if you only focus on the eight to five or the nine to five component. But think about life outside of it. I know a lot of people like I have my family, I have this, but you need to collaborate and get to know your folks, or your colleagues outside of work. It'll change how you all interact doing work when you really get to see how, who they are, who they, who, what things they care about. You'll be, it's amazing the bonding you can have when you're bowling, you see who's competitive or the bonding you have when someone picks the movie of the week and you're like, wow, I didn't know you liked these things. Or even starting a book club. You'll find a lot about your colleagues, the people you work with, and a lot of good things. So it won't be a negative experience. I think you'll like it. So think about happy hour for teachers outside of work. What is the next event you're going to plan? Hit us up on social media. Let us know your thoughts. Hashtag inspiring educators want to interact with you, reach out to you. We're going to be planning some pop-up events in the near future. So you may want to connect with us and stay tuned. So when the inspiring educators come to your city, you want to check us out. We'll definitely have a fun event for you and something planned. As we transition, we're going to transition now to our inspirational moment. This moment is designed to inspire you, to motivate you, to keep you going on this hectic journey as an educator. This week's motivational moment is provided by the one and only Miss Lila. Miss Lila, take it away. All
1: right. I know, I mean, we we're talking a lot about the things that we do outside of work and how we're going to spend our time in de-stress. There's a bigger picture, and the bigger picture for me is that you are priority. And as educators, we don't oftentimes feel like we are. We don't oftentimes make ourselves priority. But the fact of the matter is that you are priority. You have to make time for yourself mentally, emotionally, physically. Financially, yeah, you spent all your, your your funds on the classroom and building up, making it look nice, but it's okay for you to buy something for yourself. It's okay for you to go exercise instead of grading papers. It's absolutely okay for you to relax instead of lesson planning. Um, it, it happens. These are things that we need to be able to do in order to keep ourselves going so that we don't burn out. Make time for you. And then force other people, other educators around you to make time for themselves. If you are all making time for yourself, this is a, this is a means of us supporting each other and being there for one another so that we can actually keep going so that we can do the best that we can do so that we can be here for our kids because they don't always know how to make themselves priority in the best way. They don't always know how to take care of themselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and all of that. So when we learn how to do it for ourselves we can then in turn teach our students how to do that for themselves so that we create this community of people who are going to be the movers and the shakers and the doers um, that we also want them to be. Make priority of yourself. You matter. And whether it be that you want to have a glass of wine every night. No, I'm not. I promise I'm not an alcoholic. If you want to have a glass of wine every night, or if you want to sit and watch a foolish TV show, or if you want to eat a slice of cake, whatever is going to make you feel like you are taking time for yourself and doing what's gonna doing what makes you happy so that you can decompress, you do that. You have to start doing that to take care of yourself. Period. And make sure you bring people with you.
0: Thank you, Miss Lila. Taking heed to what she talked about, take other people with you. You gotta take care of yourself point-blank period take care of yourself this has been the inspiring educators podcast we'll see you all on the next episode thank you for tuning in and most importantly thank you for what you do each and every day as an educator we're out
2: it'll
1: Chuck. check